0: Visit com forward slash newsletter to sign up today. And now, friend, let me take you to the episode you've downloaded. Welcome to the Successful Nonprofits Podcast. I'm your host, Dolph Goldenberg bringing you a bonus break that will help make you more efficient and more effective as you produce and reproduce your board report. Because today, we are going to be talking about repurposing your board report. When I was an executive director, I would spend so much time on my written report for every single meeting. Sometimes, literally, it could take me half a day to craft what felt to me like a strong report that really helped the board understand what I was doing and what the organization was doing operationally. But I also have to share with you, it was always a little bit sad because when the board meeting ended, my report would essentially just get archived with the minutes, never again to see the light of day. So I literally would spend half a day, sometimes more of my time, just to see it get filed away. Since that seemed like such a waste of energy to prepare this one report for just a single use, over the years, I have found some ways to repurpose my board report so that, frankly, I can dramatically multiply the report's overall impact. So here's what I'm going to ask that you do. Pull out your last board report, Just pull it out of your archive, out of your Dropbox or your network, remove any confidential information, and see if you can repurpose it in one of these meaningful ways. The first way I'm going to suggest is to present the board report to your staff as well. I should probably be ashamed at how long it took me to figure this out, but last year I was the interim executive director of about a $5 million agency. And just so you know, like a lot of interim executive directors, when I do an interim engagement, I'm typically not there full-time. I'm typically there about three days a week. And so time is of the essence. And I realized that what I should be doing, instead of creating a new executive director report for each staff meeting, I should essentially slightly revise my board report and just present that at the staff meeting. I have to share with you that staff were thrilled to get the high-level report that board members enjoy. I was always clear that I did some slight revisions, but they were still thrilled. And what's more, I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about this report for staff. I literally only spent 10 or 15 minutes on it. Just as a quick aside, the other thing I would typically do for staff meetings is I would also give a brief summary of what the board discussed and what they voted on over and above my board report. After all, the work of the board should not be a mystery to our staff teams. They deserve to know what the board is doing. But the second way you can repurpose your board report is to convert the board report to blog posts. Late last year, I published a blog post really with some board report templates. And in those templates, I recommended really that you create a report that has several specific sections. And two of those are a mission moment as well as a description of your greatest success since the last meeting. And here's the deal. You can convert your mission moment into a blog post or a mention in your newsletter, and you can do the same thing with the greatest success that you or your organization have experienced since the last meeting. What a great way to send that news out, not just to your board, not just to your staff, but to anyone who visits your website. The third way that I find myself repurposing board reports is to share the information with trusted major donors and foundation leaders. All of us as executive directors should be meeting periodically, even if it's just by phone, even if it's just a quick touch base, with our largest individual donors and our most significant foundation funders. And, you know, often for us, preparing for a 30-minute Phone conversation might take us 20 minutes. And so the next time you're having a coffee Zoom with a trusted major donor or a foundation officer, use the board report to guide the conversation. And I would even suggest that you consider sharing the board report with them immediately before your conversation. Again, you may want to revise it a little bit. There might be some things that you don't want to share as broadly. And then when you're talking to them, walk them through one or two items from the board report. Let me tell you what this does. This not only saves you a lot of time in preparing for the meeting and gives you good content for your meeting, but it will also impress your major donors and your foundation funders at your transparency, as well as the high engagement that your board has. The fourth way that you can repurpose your board report is to draft some social media posts. And, you know, you might, if you've already shared it with your staff and you've got a social media person or a development person or a comms person, you literally can just say, hey, can you use the report that I just shared at the staff meeting and make some social media posts from it? And while you might not want to blast every sentence of your board report out on Twitter, it is a good idea to pull some of the best news from the report and share it with your organization's followers. I would be willing to bet that your 10,000 Facebook fans would probably love to read that you serve 22% more clients than you did the same period last year. They also might love to read that one of your staff or one of your staff teams really went above and beyond to serve a specific client. You might need to anonymize the client, but you can still share it on Facebook. And the last way that you should probably think about repurposing your board reports is working them into your donor thank you letters. I am sure that through your donor thank you letters, you have shared data and stories with your donors. You know what else does that? Your board report. So if you can work that into your thank you letters, you will not only spice up those thank you letters, but it will also help ensure that you aren't sending the same letter to the same donors multiple times. As a donor myself, I often give multiple times to the same organization within a year. And I have to share with you that I typically notice a stale thank you letter. When I get the same thank you letter three times, it kind of makes me feel like the organization is just sort of going through the motions and doing what they're supposed to do, but that they aren't really genuinely thanking me. So those are the five ways that I recommend that you repurpose your board report. And all five of these might only take you an additional hour or two of work. But in the process, you can probably save yourself four or five hours of planning time. And you'll also gain credibility with your constituents. You will strengthen your relationships and you will build a stronger organizational culture. I am sharing this with you because, as part of my executive coaching work with nonprofit chief executives, I often hear them talk about feeling overwhelmed by the competing demands for their time and their attention. And when this is an issue, I often help them find ways to work more efficiently. And frankly, repurposing your board report is a great example of that. So in addition to offering one-on-one coaching for first-time executive directors, I am also launching a coaching group for executive directors in their first year. In that coaching group, we will discuss even more ways to work with your board and foster the essential relationships for your success. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching, or in the Coaching Group for Executive Directors. If you are interested in investing in your effectiveness with an executive coach, then please visit SuccessfulNonprofits.com. That, listeners, is our bonus break for this week. I hope that you have gained some insight to help your nonprofit thrive in a competitive environment. And, of course, i got to give you the disclaimer. I am neither an accountant nor an attorney, and neither I nor the Goldenberg Group provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. This episode is provided for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for tax, legal, or accounting advice. If you find yourself in need of tax, legal, or accounting advice, I would recommend that you talk to colleagues, maybe even reach out to me. See who I might recommend who's licensed and qualified to help you in those areas.